Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, we'll uh, let everybody know where we're at here in a couple of minutes because we've got a nice crowd out here to see us. But we do, as we welcome you into the 5 o'clock hour here on Burns and Gambo, uh, we, we got banned. We had a bomb dropped on us you today. You dropped a bomb on me. Just about an hour ago. Maybe. Buda Baker, according to reports from Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, has requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals. Now, in a follow-up tweet from Adam Schefter, Schefter indicates it is about the money. According to a team source, Buda Baker informed the Cardinals in February that he wanted to be traded or receive a new deal to make him the highest paid safety in the NFL. He has two years left on the contract extension he signed with the Cardinals in 2020. 13.1 and 14.2 non-guaranteed non-guaranteed right. base salaries right. for those two years. Right. Yes. Okay. So yeah, a, lot, wants- a lot of a lot of guys will will want to want you to redo that contract to make some of that money guaranteed, especially if they're playing at a very high level and and they're one of the best at their position. Um, I think Mike Jarecki tweeted out earlier that he's like 16th highest among defensive backs and ninth highest among safeties. Seventh, seventh among safeties, 16th among defensive. Backs. Here's the problem that I run into on this. You're saying that this was in February. Yes. Okay, we're, we're in the middle of April. Yes. The Cardinals didn't address this for two months? What the hell? What, the hell, what, do, you, what do you do? Sitting on your hands doing what? What are you doing? I know you got a draft to get ready for, but you like that's a priority. That goes to the top of the list. Okay? Buda Baker says, I'm going to ask for a trade if we don't address my contract situation. You don't sit on that for two months and make the guy stew. You address it. Mm-hmm. You address it. We can't afford to lose Buddha. Like, we let Murphy go. We let Allen go. We, I got, we're going to lose. But that's a guy that we kind of need for the for the public, for, for our fan base. He's a leader in the locker room. A lot of guys will learn from him the way he prepares, the way he practices, the way he presents himself. We, we want, That embodies what we want. We need that guy as much off the field yeah. as we do on the field. To not address that for two months is mind-boggling. And if you want any proof of that, if you need any proof of that, first of all, you haven't been paying attention to the Cardinals for the last couple of years because Buddha's a heart and soul guy and everybody knows it. All you had to do was watch Hard Knocks in season and see how much of the, the attention was focused on him, especially when he sprains the ankle and comes back and he plays the next week. Like, it's a total miracle that he was out there, but that's that's Buddha, right? That's Buddha. And if you need any more proof, the day Monty Austin Fort gets hired. Man, Buda Baker, I'd run through a brick wall for that guy. Jonathan Gannon, when they hired him, I want a bunch of Buda Bakers on my roster. They have been putting him on a pedestal, or and, and deservingly so, for months, for years. Is, uh, we just Buda's great. He's awesome. He's terrific. You have to know that news like this, if it gets out perceptually, and it has been. Today's been a disaster of a day for the organization. Terrible. Just, just an absolute disaster. There's no way to positive Spin it's this. been a disaster of a year it, for the it, Cardinals. It has. The whole year so far. But this has been like the final straw. You know, this is for this a, is the body blow that knocks you down. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's had a lot of bad things that have happened. The, the homework clause, the, you know, the, the yeah, the fire uh, uh, cliff. Steve steps Steve, down. You had two coaches that you had to fire during the season yep. for behavior yep. things. You had um, the, the report. Court card with one of the worst grades in the league on like five categories. The allegations against Michael. The allegations and, against Michael and, and McDonough and, and Miniger and, and oh my god. So follow me here, and, and you won't need to because you basically said the same thing an hour ago. You're the Cardinals, and you've had all of this stuff happen to you. 
Buddha comes to you and says, hey, I want a new contract. Give it to him. Give it to him. Avoid this. Avoid it. Avoid. Avoid, avoid this day. Right? Avoid. Because next week, you're going to be unveiling new jerseys. That's supposed to be a celebratory day. It's going to be tough to celebrate that day with Buddha asking for a trade. Yeah. You're going to have a draft two weeks from now. That's supposed to be a big day for the organization. It's hard to celebrate that when Buddha's asking for a trade. Pay him. Pay him and avoid the mess that comes with not paying him. Yeah, the public embarrassment that they're going through right now. Because I'll tell you what, if they if, if, to sit on it for two months is inexcusable. It's inexcusable for the Cardinals to sit on it for two months if that's what they did. But what's also inexcusable is like to, to make this a public thing. Like if you weren't going to pay him, then you, then then you trade him. You trade him and you tell him, listen, we'll trade you by the draft. We will trade you. Give me a bunch of teams that you'd like to play for. We'll even try to help you get to an organization that you feel comfortable with. Let's not make this a let, let's not get this into public because that's really bad. This is the worst thing that could happen to the Cardinals is that your your, your most important player demands a trade because two months nothing happens. So if you're gonna if you're gonna take care of them, freaking take care of them. There's two options here. This isn't rocket science. Two options: pay them or trade them. Right? That's the option. There is no in between. Either pay the guy. You got two months to get a deal done. Or tell him you're going to trade him and don't let it become a public thing and then just trade him on draft day and explain it the day after. Yeah. No, and and so by not doing it, you've set yourself up for this awful position that you're in right now. Now, look, you and I have both been crystal clear about this, all right? The actual direction of the team this offseason, as crazy as it sounds, I don't mind it. Neither do you. This team needed a reset. This team needed a step-back, salary cap reset, roster reset set kind of a year. I'm fine if they don't win this year. You're fine if they don't win this year. And if and if you can get value for Buda Baker, okay, go ahead and get value for Buda Baker. But understand what we're talking about here is perceptually all this other stuff that's been going on with the organization for the last 15 months. It, this is just, it is, it's that body blow. It's the one that finally just sends you to the canvas and you wonder how much more you can take. I want to re-sign Buda. I want to make Buda happy because I think if you do this right, you can be ready to contend for at least a division title a year from now. That's how the NFL works. If you tack two years onto his contract and he's got a four-year deal, you're going to tell me they don't expect that they can be competitive in four years? I mean, are they saying that? Are they saying that they don't? They they won't be? Because you would expect that you could be. That you, if you do it right, that you could be competitive within four years. Yeah. All right. We've got one last pair of tickets to give away. Hit it, Mitch. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. The hottest ticket in town. Fire! Fire! I botched it. We don't have a pair of tickets to give away. We do have a qualifier to a register. A qualifier. My apologies. Yeah, you could win. The devil is in the details. You've got to be win. in it to win it. It's time for our last hottest ticket qualifier. Thank you for correcting me, Mitch. For Game 1 Suns playoff tickets, Ray Valenzuela Jr. from Levine. You have 10 minutes to call 602-260-9870 to qualify. Ray Valenzuela. Ray Valenzuela Jr. You have 10 minutes. We don't hear from Ray in 10 minutes. 
We'll open the phone lines, qualify somebody else. If you don't hear your name, you can still qualify by texting TICKET to 620-620. Listen for your name on Monday, 7, 8, 7 o'clock hour, 12 o'clock hour, 5 o'clock hour, as we're getting you signed up for Game 2 tickets. Once again, Ray Valenzuela Jr. from Levine. You have 10 minutes to call, 602-260-9870. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo Show, we will turn our attention back to that Game 1 between the Suns and the L.A. Clippers. What worries us about this series? We'll talk about that next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Burns and Gambo, afternoons. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. All right, that did not take long at all. Ray called in on time. Our qualifier has indeed qualified, so we're good. Congratulations to Ray. He has qualified for a pair of tickets to go see the Suns and the Clippers. Game one. We'll see if he wins. I think we'll know by the end of the day who's won those tickets. And, of course, if you haven't heard your name, text the word ticket to 62620. You could be qualified to win tickets for game two on Tuesday. And we'll announce more names in the 7 a.m. hour, the 12 o'clock hour, and the 5 o'clock hour on Monday for game two of the Suns and the Clippers. So congratulations to Ray Valenzuela, Jr. Congrats. Absolutely, yeah. So, hottest ticket in town right now, getting that ticket for Game 1 against the Clippers. No doubt about it. Let me tell everybody where we're at today. We are live at Gila River Casino at Wild Horse Pass. We're upstairs in the casino in the top golf suite here at Gila River Casino. And we're here with our friends from the Suns. Tom Chambers is over there signing a bunch of autographs. The Suns dance team is here. Just saw the gorilla roaming around here as well. They've got Suns playoff shirts and water bottles and backpacks and got a nice crowd out here. The restaurant's open. It's open to the public. You just have to be 21 to get in here. They, too, are giving away tickets for Sunday's game. Come up here, register. You have to be present to win. Uh, they've also got a great contest going on where somebody could win $100,000 after the first round of the playoffs. What? All the details are here. Wow. You've got to come get them. I didn't know about that one. But uh, it's a, it's a, And we're going to be here till 6. Uh, we had Tom Chambers on the show earlier. He's having a good time signing autographs over there. Again, we're at Gila River Casino. Wild Horse Pass, right off the I-10, just south of the 202, uh, kind of in the Ahwatukee, Tempe area. We'll be here until 6. We're in the Top Golf Suite, and we look forward to having you come and see us. Just real quick, before we talk about the Suns. Limo for Mad Bum? It's time. It's time. I, I, I don't have the patience to, to last five five games like I told you. I'm sorry I lied. I said I'd give it five games. I lied. I can't give it anymore. I want, it's over now. It's over right That's now. It's like from Commando it's, when Schwarzenegger says, remember what I said I'd kill you last? I lied. Yes. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, I, I got you off your uh, groove there. You, you lied. You want him out, huh? Yes. I can't take it anymore. I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm looking at the stats here. He's given up nine hits and five runs in five innings, and he gave up five runs in the fourth. You, you can't win with this guy. You can't win with him. You can't. You want to be. You want to contend for the playoffs. This is a farce. Just, you can't throw him out there every fifth day and give and, you, and expect your team to compete. He can't do it. He's not capable of being a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball anymore. Yeah, he's just not capable of it. I mean, just look at that 
fourth inning. Cooper singles to center. Birdie, oh, I mean, Birdie scores. Double to left, double to left, single to center. He got rocked. I mean, it was 0-0. Zero, zero. Pretty sure it was all with two outs, by the way. Oh, Stalling singles to center. Garcia scores. Segura to third. Hampson doubles to left. Segura scores. Stalling to third. Birdie doubles to left. Hampton scores. Stalling scores. Cooper singles to center. Birdie scored. He, 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 he can't. He can't help you win a baseball game. All right. Just so, but just so we're clear, you said five starts, but now you're you're yeah. you're, you're revoking that license yes. revoked. You want him gone after three? Okay. I do. It's it's hard to disagree with the idea that you just can't win with Madison Bumgarner, and especially. When you're competing for things right now, I mean, do you really you weren't expecting to be competing? And just for. real quick, do you really think that they can go seven or eight starts and, and keep throwing them out there? No, but no. it doesn't mean they won't. It's the wrong decision. It doesn't mean they won't. That doesn't mean they won't try. All right, let's talk about the Suns. Okay, and um, the Suns and the Clippers game one coming up on Sunday, and it's here. And we've talked about this game, and we've talked about this series, and now I think we need to have a conversation about what worries us a little bit, what what some of the potential pitfalls are for the Phoenix Suns. And our inspiration, in part, for this conversation was an article we both read from Gerald Bourget on PHNX Sports about the five things that kind of worries him a little bit about the Suns. It doesn't mean he's pick, predicting them to lose, but but just okay. Um, I just got word that Barkley picked the Clippers on the TNT broadcast, and Kenny picked the Clippers to beat the Suns oh on the my. halftime show. Oh my! Shaq and Ernie took the Suns. Barkley and Kenny took the Clippers. Oh my! Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. A <laughs> two Brute. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you've got that rolling, but yeah, Barkley and Kenny took the Suns. Shaq and Ernie took the Suns. Uh, I mean, Shaq and Ernie took the Suns. Barkley and Kenny took the Clips. Wow. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. We're going to tell Tom Chambers that before we leave. That is that his buddy, Charles Barkley, just picked the Clippers to beat the Suns. If that were to happen, I mean, that's disaster. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. You know, I still don't have any second guessing of making the trade, but we all have higher expectations than losing to the Clippers in the first round of the playoffs. It would be devastating. Yes, it would be. It would take a. It would make for a cruel, cruel summer. I would. You be, remember Bananarama? Cruel summer. It'd be more devastating than what happened last year. On multiple levels, for multiple oh, yeah. reasons. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. it's a round earlier. Yeah. It's Kevin Durant. It's. Uh, I mean, it would. It would rip my heart out of my chest while it's still beating. I mean, it would. It would. I. I, I don't even want to think about it. I, I can't think about it. Hopefully, they're wrong. Hopefully, they're wrong. Hopefully, they're. I, I, I get it, but like ESPN.com, they had all their writers 16 and, 16 and nothing mm-hmm. picking the Phoenix Suns. It's about every prediction I've seen has chosen the Phoenix Suns. Um, Didn't everybody pick the Suns over the Mavs last year? Yes. I was pretty unanimous, right? It was pretty close. I don't think anybody was picking the Mavs to win that series. No, it was it was it was pretty close to you, Dennis. You're 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 not wrong. Uh, uh, give me give me one or two on this story that stood out to you. All right. The one that stood out to me the most was number two. The other guys making threes. Okay. And he's talking about the other guys other than Durant, Booker, and Paul. And I will admit, that's a concern. Because I think those guys are going to get a lot of open looks. And I think when those guys aren't making those looks, they're really going to start to press because it's playoff time. I don't know if they're just going to be able to relax and let it fly when it's game one of the playoffs and Josh Kogi's missing a bunch of threes or Troy Craig's missing a bunch of threes. If it comes to that. I I would put this one on my list. You? Yes, I, I think so. I mean, the, the, the great equalizer to me in the NBA is the three-pointer. 
and the Clippers are a very efficient three-point shooting team. But what you can't do is you can't get out, you can't get beat on the three-pointers by 10, 11, 12. They can't have 16 and you have six because that's a that's 30 points. And it can make they mean a difference between winning and losing a game. Even you may play better than a team. You may be may clobber a team, but they knock down 10 more three-pointers than you, you lose the game. So yes, it's imperative on those guys to knock down some open shots. I agree with that. All right, number one on on Gerald's list was um, did the Suns have enough time to gel? I'm not that worried about that. You're not that worried about that, right? Like I, I'm, I don't I don't find that to be that concerning. I, I don't consider it to be a factor. The basketball IQ of the players they have on that roster is so high, and and they play. It's not like they haven't played together at all. They played eight games. Would you have liked more? Sure. Would you have liked a better sample size, tougher competition? Sure. But in the end, do I think that's something that would make them lose a series? No. I just think they're too good. The talent level is too good to not make that work. And I loved what Kellen Olsen, our son's insider, told us about this when we had him on earlier. He said, if you're talking about the time it takes for teams to gel, look at the Clippers. They're, they're In some ways, they're worse than the Suns in that regard. New starters, moving people in and out of the lineup, new acquisitions, new players. It's not like they've been this steady, consistent 82 games, same guys have been playing every single day kind of team. That, the fact they're missing Paul George. And hearing the comments of Ty Lue today, one has to wonder just how available Paul George is going to be for this series. He, he very much, now it could just be a ruse, but he kind of gave up the vibe that, you know, we're, we're really going to slow play this with with Paul George, you know? It's, they're not going to rush him back if he's not ready to play. But it, from what Paul George said on that podcast the other day, it seemed like he was making progress towards a return. Yeah. So I would expect he's going to be back. I think Ty Lue's just saying, look, we're going to err on the side of course. You know, we're not going to rush the guy back because we don't do that. I'm a little worried about this one, too. Number three on the list was Chris Paul is a pigeon. And if you don't know what a pigeon is in the NBA parlance, a pigeon is basically the weakest defender on the team that you you you, you hunt you switches. Hunt. You hunt, you hunt yeah. matchups. Yeah. And you go, let's go make sure our best guy gets on Chris Paul. Because you can do it through a series of screens. I do worry about Chris defensively because he's not the same guy you used no, to be. No, he's not. But you could always, you know, if they hunt that matchup and they get it, that's when you can double, force the ball out of somebody's hands. So that way, and then you rotate. You just got to be quick on your rotations. So if you don't want like the matchup, then what you do is you double, and then that player passes out of the double, but then you've got to get back into your rotation so they don't get an easy basket. But I, I would think that there's ways the Suns can combat that defensively. Game one is on Sunday at 5 o'clock. Our exclusive pregame coverage begins with Tim Ring at 3.30. Keep it right here on Arizona Sports. We'll bring you all the best Suns action all postseason long. Charles Barkley. My heart's just a little bit broken right now. Picking the Clippers. Just a little bit Him broken. and Kenny. Just a little bit broken. When yeah, I'm, we a little surprised that, I'm a little surprised at that, too. Speaking of a broken heart, Buda Baker. I've been living on the edge of a broken heart. Well, it's a song. You're going to plunge right into a broken heart because Buda Baker's asked for a trade from the Arizona Cardinals. Does he really want a trade or does he really want a new contract? Can the Cardinals fix this? We'll talk about that coming up on the Burns and Gambo Show. And Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. 
right back here on the Burns and Gambo show as we are live from Gila River Casino's Wild Horse Pass. Big sun celebration as we're getting ready for game one of the Western Conference first round of the playoffs. The Suns and the Clippers. No, Gorilla, please don't go pushing our buttons. Please. Yeah, that, yes. don't. don't. That's, my, that's my source right there. This is part of the commercial. It's <laughs> my source right there. Is he the one who texted you to tell you that Charles Barkley picked the Clippers to win the, the series? Gives me all the inside information. <laughs> doesn't say anything. He stays nice and quiet, but then he texts it to yeah, me. He texts it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how he's able to communicate yes. with you. I totally understand that. Uh, great crowd. Great turnout today. Everybody very excited about the Suns in the playoffs. The great Barry Gossage, the longtime Suns photographer is here. Good to see wow. Barry. Wow. Haven't seen Barry in a long that's time. That's big time. It's good to see Barry. That's um, when you know it's an event. It, there's no doubt about it. Um, unfortunately, today hasn't been all about looking ahead to game one of the Suns and the Clippers. And, and that's what today was supposed to be about. And that's going to what most of our show was going to be. At 4 o'clock at about 3.55, 3.50, we played the breaking news sounder with the word that Buda Baker has requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals organization. And honestly, it was like a punch to the gut. And, and not because it was necessarily a surprise. We had followed and talked about yesterday Buddha's kind of cryptic social media stuff, like he took the AZ out, he changed the photo, and he's sending out Michael Jordan gifts and all of that stuff. So we knew something was up. It's always something, right, when you when you mess with your social media like that. Yes. But to have the word get out that he's asked for a trade, then Schefter followed it up with a report that he actually informed the organization back in February. Pay me and or trade on that since February? And for like, two did months. Nothing? Like nothing? For no. two months? So that's my question. Today's been a really tough day for Cardinal fans because everybody loves Buddha. He's the heart and soul of this organization. Right. He's, he's the pulse of the Cardinals in that locker room and on the field. Can the Cardinals fix this by paying him? Can they pay him now? I mean, the cat's it? out of the bag a little bit. It is. Like, but it's, it's out of the bag, but I guess you could, you could pay the cat. Uh, What's your what's your thing with the toothpaste? You can't put the toothpaste back in the in the tube. tube? If you make Buda Baker the highest paid safety in the National Football League, it buys a lot of tubes of toothpaste. Can you fix this? Can, can you? I mean, I, I it's I wouldn't say it's not. I wouldn't say it's unrepairable. But man, has got like you, you got to explain what, how it got to this point. How did it get to this point? Like this is a really bad day. Like again, that's the player that not only the you know fans respect. That's the player that embodies everything that you want in a, in a player on your organization. Like he's a great teammate. He's a great person. He's great in the community. He's a great leader. I mean, you're going to be bringing in a lot of young players over the next couple of years. You don't want them to look at him. You don't want him to be the example of how you prepare, mm-hmm. how you get ready, mm-hmm. how you you know carry yourself. That's the guy. Like, how do you not? And it's not like he's. It's not like he's not a good player, and you, and he's asking for a lot of money. No, he's a great player, and he's asking for money. Like I don't know why you wouldn't take care of that in February or March or April before this got out. Are you, are you're asking a question. Is it no? If the Cardinals strike a deal with Buddha in the next couple of days, they make him the highest paid safety. Then it's it's somewhat repaired. But we'll always have in the back of our mind. God, is this organization truly doing the right thing? Are they really doing? Do you know? 
are they really trying to do the right thing here? Yeah. Do they really need to be? Do they really need it to come out publicly before they take care of a player like that? And certainly, it doesn't take away all the other stuff that's gone on. And honestly, that's the reason why it feels like a punch to the gut. It's been like we. How many times did we talk about at the end of twenty twenty two? My God, what a year this has been for the Cardinals. It's been awful. It's been terrible. Everything's gone wrong. Everything's gone wrong. And you were hoping that with a flip of the calendar to twenty twenty three, new GM. New coach, new vision, new idea, that everything was going to be, if not okay, at least a fresh start, right? Man, 2023 is off to just as bad a start as 2022 was. I mean, it's been terrible so far terrible. for the Cardinals. Accusations, you know, awful accusations. And I don't Bur- know if they're true or not. Burnophones, toxic work environment, yeah, I, mistreatment of people. I, I don't know how much of that is true. I really, really no, don't. It's allegations right now, but it will be looked at. But it's it's been, you know, not making any efforts to keep Zach Allen, not making any efforts to keep Byron Murphy, not really signing anybody in free agency. And I mean, look, you and I have Hiring a first-year GM, hiring a first-year head coach, not going for the experienced guy, not going after somebody who's been a head coach before, been, been a GM before, giving guys their... their I mean, it, it's very old sons-like. I'm going to hire a GM that's never been a GM. I'm going to hire a coach that's never been a coach. Yeah. I'm going to have a star player demand a trade. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, seriously. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because it's, you're it's, not wrong. It, this it is, is the Suns from five to ten years ago. Yeah, it is. And that's why what I don't really understand is, okay, I, I get it. You don't want to just you know bend to and acquiesce to every single request that your players make for a new contract. But if you're the Cardinals, you had to know that when this got out, it was going to make you look really bad. That today was going to be a really dark day for your Cardinal fan base. It makes you look cheap. When when your star player, and I don't mean just your star player, I mean your heart and soul guy. The one that everybody loves. The one that everybody, you you built it all around him. You built hard knocks all around him. Monty Austin Ford put him on a pedestal. Jonathan Gannon put him on a pedestal. When he asks for a trade, amidst everything else that's going on, it's, it's, it is a slap in the face. And, and so, if you're the Cardinals, you had to know that if this ever got out, it was going to be a really dark, bad day, and it was going to make you look bad. Which yeah, is so why, why do you let it come out? I, and that's what just why where you, I was going to go. Why, why did you allow so it to get to this point? Why did you? Why did it come to this? Why did Buddha feel like he had to? Because go public? Two, two months later, nothing's happened. Yeah. If he went to them in February, two months later, he doesn't have a new contract. They're obviously not making any any inroads on a new contract, and there's no talk about him being traded. So he felt the need to go public with this. Yeah. I agree with you. There will always be a lingering stain, but I do think the Cardinals, as it relates specifically to Buddha, I'm not talking about everything else that's gone on wrong, but as it relates to Buddha, they can make this go away by paying him, mostly. Mostly. If they announce if they announce on Tuesday that they've signed Buddha Baker to a multi-year contract extension with X amount guaranteed, I think because of today's news cycle, we'll quickly forget about it. We'll, we'll mostly quickly forget about it. But then the next time something bad comes up, and we start listing the 
problems for the Arizona Cardinals. Remember, they Buda also oh, demanded sure. a trade. Oh, sure. Because he wasn't being taken care of. Same way we do when we talk about Kyler Murray from a year ago. Oh, his agent had to release a single-spaced, all-caps memo demanding that Kyler get paid. Uh, they put the homework clause in. You think that stain's gone away? They took, they took the homework clause out of the contract, reportedly. That really hasn't gone away. It's no, still brought it, up. It'll always be brought up. Yep, you can't. And I think this Buddha thing, it will mostly go away. But to your point, it will still get brought up from time to time. And that's if they pay him. I don't know if they're going to. I have no idea. They haven't seemed to want to pay anybody this year. No. They didn't pay Byron Murphy. They didn't pay Allen. They obviously didn't pay Buddha. Haven't really paid anybody. That's a third pick in the draft. That's an expensive player. Are you going to pick third? Yeah. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, I, I, that was me not answering your question because I don't know if I have the answer to that question. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, our final chance to preview the Suns and the Clippers, our final takeaways and thoughts are next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Burns and Gambo, what's on tonight? All right, the games that we are going to watch tonight when we're out of here, some of them are going on right now as we yeah. speak. That would include the Arizona Diamondbacks. Actually, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're going to be on by the time we're off the air. It's already the top of the ninth. Uh, what's the score? 5-1. They're losing 5-1. Five runs in one inning by Madison Baumgartner in the fourth. Yes. And if you missed it, yeah. Ambo pulled the old tarp off of it's the limo, and he's time. called for it. You know what you get to hear afterwards? Well, it was just a couple of mistakes in one inning. He was pitching really good up till then. No, he sucks. Okay, that's what. That, that's it. But that's what you'll hear. Well, you know, those first three innings, he was really good. He had his good command. He was sort of the old mad bomb. He sucks. Yeah. Okay, because, you know, in the end, he gave up five runs and in, in, in the fourth inning. And it's just not good enough. It's not good enough. Uh, so I don't know if we'll be able to watch this game because, you know, as it goes in Major League Baseball, games go pretty quick now. 5-1, top of the ninth. Of course, our What's On Tonight is brought to you by Global Credit Union. Twelve branches here to serve you. Become a member today at globalcu.org. Um, just real quick on the Mad Bum topic, I completely agree with you. All right, like, like I, I'm, I'm there. It's, it's, it's more harm than good. It's time. I just don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how much rope the organization is going to give him, and I don't know what they're going to do about it, given the amount of money left on his contract. But I agree that in a year where it looks like they're a whole lot better than anybody thought they were really going to be, and they actually have a chance to compete for something this year, you can't go have any starts every five days out of no, Mad Bum. Now, no chance to win. Maybe you come up with some phantom injured lists kind of thing. Well, what does that do? It moves somebody else into the rotation. Right. I mean, what doesn't it do? I, I, we it, talk, it accomplishes we, what you want, yeah, right? I, What's the problem with that? Because are you ever going to bring him back and have him start okay. again? Who cares? He's out of the rotation. What does it matter? Okay. Right? Yeah. I, mean, I, I know yeah. you want to see him gone, gone, but I assumed that gone for you meant out of the rotation. How do you care how it gets out of the rotation? Okay. What does it matter? It's fair. It's fair. There's yeah. two ways. You just cut him and be done with them, or you come up with a phantom injury and you have somebody else pitch. And I don't know if that's what they're going to do or not. I'm just saying that I would be a way they could do it if they wanted to. Or maybe they find an actual injury. I don't know. Depends on how he's looked. The arm fatigue, maybe they, there's something that's actually there. I don't know. Uh, third quarter. 
We're going to watch this tonight, too. Bulls in the Heat tied at 67. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought the Heat would win that game. I'm pulling for the Bulls. Winner takes on the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, so win, winner goes home early. <laughs> You're right to get slaughtered by the Bucks. Winner won't be around too much longer. No. And then, later tonight, it is the Oklahoma City Thunder at Minnesota. Uh, the winner there takes on the Denver Nuggets. Now, some people think the winner of this game tonight has a chance to make some hay against Denver. I don't know if I buy that. I'm rooting for Oklahoma City because they're just a load of fun to watch. They are a load of fun to watch. John Hollinger, a really good NBA guy, used to be a front office guy. He's got Denver winning the West. We talked about that today in his predictions. He's got Suns beating the Clippers in six, Denver beating the Suns in seven. Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith today on the TNT broadcast picked the Clippers over the Suns. Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith picked the Clippers to beat the Suns. Okay. All right. Okay. They'll be wrong. Charles Barkley has a history of bad predictions. And if he's right, if Kenny's right, if Chuck is right, it's going to break my heart. It's going to break yeah, it. You'll have an achy, break your heart. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'm just telling you right now. You might not work that next uh, time. That's just exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Summer vacation will come a little early for this guy. Bye. You host the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to have a phantom injury. I'm going to go on the IL with a broken heart. Yeah. I'll be out for 10 to 15 shows. You'll be too, Thank you very you'll much. Be, you'll be too drunk to come in the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Pour me another cocktail. That is not that far from the yeah. truth, my friend. Bernsey can't come in today. Why? <laughs> Ah, that's funny. Our grand prize winner for the Suns tickets. No more qualifiers. We got a winner. Yeah. And he was our qualifier on Wednesday. Ray the Gambo Show. Oh, which one? Devin Yabo. Devin Yabo. He's already tweeted us. Like, ah, what Devin Yabo. Devin Yabo. He was our qualifier on Wednesday. All right. He's won two tickets to game one on Sunday Goodness. against the Clippers. How awesome is that? If you want to qualify for tickets for game two, text the word ticket to 62620 on Monday. We'll have qualifiers in the 7 a.m. hour, noon hour, and 5 o'clock hour here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader for your chance it's to go to game time. two. It's big time. It's Keep fun. listening all day, all day, every day. We'll get you. We'll, we'll give you a chance to win tickets. Final thoughts on Suns Clippers. What, what are you expecting for Sunday? What do you think? What do you think this goes I think down? the Suns win the first two games at home. LA, LA wins one in LA, either the third or fourth game. Suns close this thing at, at home in game five. Okay. I mean, I just think the Suns are better, and I think that, you know, and this you got Kevin Durant for, and I think it's important for them to finish these series early, and I think they'll be motivated to not go six or seven games against the Clippers. Not that I disrespect the Clippers. I respect them, but without Paul George for the first two games, the Suns should be able to win the first two. They have to win the first two games at home. You don't want to split and go back there, and then maybe they get Paul George back. So I think I think they understand what's at stake here, and I think that they'll take care of business. No, I mean, this organization these last couple of years has shown an ability to win You know, a game six when it's on the road. Whether it was the Lakers, whether it was the Clippers, those were both game sixes that they won on the road. Uh, last year, the Pelicans, they closed that out on the road in a game six. I'm, I'm not so worried about that. Like, they have to, you know, start off 2-0 and to win the series. I think, I think the... K 
Kevin Durant era of the Suns truly begins on Sunday because now we're going to see it in games that truly matter against competition that truly matters, and I think it's going to be spectacular. As on Sunday, I can't speak to Tuesday. Yeah. I think on Sunday it's going to be spectacular. I think on Monday we'll have our first true measuring stick of how good this team can be. Yep. That we haven't. That we just don't know. Yep. We, don't, we don't know. We we don't know what the ceiling is for this team, but the, the potential is that it it could be great. Yep. And I think Monday we'll have that first true measuring stick of how good the Phoenix Suns are. Yep. Now I I agree. There are our fair share of concerns. I, I, you and I are both not really worried about the time they haven't had to gel, but I do worry about the Josh Kogies and the Tory Craigs because I think they're going to get looks and and uh, I I hope that if they don't make them, they don't lose confidence and it turns into a fire drill out there, you know, in terms of Monty trying to figure out who to play. Um, but I think the Suns' foursome is, as long as they're on the floor, and specifically as long as Kevin Durant is on the floor, I think there's nothing this team can't accomplish because he's that good. Great players will, great players matter, and they have the best the best amount of great players. We are out of here. We're going to see you Monday, straight up 2 o'clock here on the Ferns and Gambo Show. Have a great night, everyone. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Go.